Do you want to lose weight but struggle to stay committed to a meal plan because you constantly feel hungry? Does food provide you comfort when you are bored, angry, lonely, or sad? If so, you are in the right place. My name is Kristen Jones, and I'm a life coach specializing in emotional eating and weight loss, and I'm also a lifelong emotional eater. I want to provide you with information, motivation, and support so you too can learn to manage your issues with food and develop a healthy relationship with yourself. Welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. My name is Kristen Jones, and thank you so much for joining me this week. On today's podcast, we are going to be talking about forgiveness and how it is the little-known weight loss secret. So how are we going to connect forgiveness to weight loss? Oh, just you wait and see. Uh, On today's episode, you are going to learn Who really is impacted when you hold on to anger? How resentment appears in your body and the impact that it has on your weight? Who is the most important person for you to forgive? And the three-step process to forgiveness. So we are going to address each of those today. So you are not going to want to miss this. And you're going to want to stay till the end because I definitely have something for you at the end. So you definitely are going to want to stick around for that. If you are not a member of the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Facebook group, I would absolutely love to have you be a part of it. Uh, We are on Facebook, an amazing community of like-minded people who are supporting each other through their issues with emotional eating as well as taking that emotional eating and turning it on on its head and being able to actually lose weight while being an emotional eater. So if any of those things resonate with you, you absolutely want to come and join this group. So please go to www.facebook.com slash groups slash food breakthrough and you want to join and be a part of that group and I will look for your application very, very soon. So please join us. All right, so in today's episode, the first thing I really want to talk about is um, what happens when we, when we hold on to anger. And, and the reality is most of us are walking around with a lot of anger and resentment and things that are bottled up inside of us that are not serving our lives and are are essentially keeping us kind of held back and keeping us from moving forward in our lives. And truthfully, the only person that's really impacted when you're angry and you're holding on to something from the past is you. If you're angry at a certain person or you're angry at a circumstance or you're angry at your job or your boss or two bosses ago... They're not being impacted. Their lives are going on perfectly comfortably and perfectly well. And the only person who's really suffering is you. So that is where we really, that's where we really have to think that when we're holding on to something and it's making us bitter and it's making us sad and it's, it's making us not feel good about ourselves, we know, because we talk about this all the time on this podcast, When you are not feeling good, you are not making good choices. 
And that goes for behaviors. It can go, go for behaviors when it comes to drinking or spending money, but more specifically, behaviors when it comes to eating. So if we're not feeling good, we're not making good choices. So if you're holding on to stuff and it's eating away inside of you and you're not happy because of something that happened one month, six months, three years ago, yeah, that is not helping, that is not helping you. And the people that you're angry with, they, they don't care. They've moved on. So it's time for you to do that as well. The most important, I think one of the things that's really important to remember is oftentimes when people are, are asked to forgive someone, they feel like they're condoning that person's behavior. That by saying, I forgive you, that, that means it's okay that, that they did what they did. And that absolutely is not what we're talking about. It is absolutely not about condoning behavior and saying that it's okay. But the, the, the important thing to remember is that when you are holding on to anger and you're not forgiving someone, the only one that's suffering is you. So you don't forgive someone to make them feel better. You forgive to make yourself feel better. You forgive, it, you forgive so you can release it and let it go. And just move on with your life. Um, and the cool thing is, is that when you do that, that person doesn't need to be around. They don't even need to know that you've forgiven them. Because truthfully, oftentimes people, they're not even, they're not even aware that you're even upset. So it's, it's really important to remember that when you're forgiving, one, you're not condoning behavior. You're not saying behavior is okay. But at the same time, the person doesn't have to be around in order for you to forgive them. So you can forgive them because again, you're forgiving for yourself. And that is really, really important. It frees you up and it allows you to let go of this huge burden that you've been walking around with that you don't need to be walking around with because it doesn't help. It's not going to help you at all. So it's really, really valuable to make sure that you remember why it is that you need, why forgiveness is so important. Now, the second thing that we want to think about is how resentment and anger appears in our bodies. How does that present itself when it comes to how we are as human beings and just, and just you know, walking around in our everyday lives? So if you think about it, when you're holding on to anger, anger almost becomes a thing, and I'm using air quotes, a thing that's inside your body. And anything that's inside your body is going to require some sort of nourishment in order to continue living. And so oftentimes when we hold on to something, it becomes like a living thing inside of us and we have to feed it. And oftentimes we literally do. So I want you to think about this. I want you to, I want you to kind of go along and do a little experiment with me. So I want you to close your eyes and I want you to think about something negative that has happened to you in the past. And it could be a person, it could be a situation, but I want you to think about it and I want you to conjure up all your thoughts and the memories that you have about that circumstance. Can you visualize it? Now I want you to feel where it is in your body. As you're thinking about that thing, that person, that situation, that circumstance, I want you to think about where is it now presenting itself in your body? Where can you feel it? Where can you feel the anger or where can you feel that, that lump? 
How is that making you feel right now? Do you feel heavy? Do you feel like there's kind of a pit in your stomach? There's a weight on your chest? Your shoulders are tight? That's what negativity creates in us. And we just created it from thinking about something. Something didn't just happen. We just thought about something. And we were able to conjure up through our thoughts this negative feeling that then presented itself in our bodies. That's how powerful our brain is. That's how powerful our mind is. And it's also, we have to remember that that's how powerful emotions are as well. And so when we're holding on to that anger, and that anger is a thought in our head because we are consciously thinking about it or we are holding on to it and it keeps popping up, it's going to keep bringing that feeling of heaviness, of a pit in your stomach. It's going to keep bringing that up and that thing is going to have to be fed. So it's really, really important that you remember that your feelings will present themselves physically in your body and that it will. If you are carrying around a chain of anger, that chain of anger or that that pit of anger in your stomach is going to have to be fed. And you will feed it because, again, when we don't feel good about ourselves and we're unhappy or we're sad, we want to feel better, we're going to feed ourselves. So that's that really strong connection. So we have to remember that, that again, we want to get that out. We don't want that living in our system. We don't want to carry around those things because again, only person who gets hurt is you. Now, one of the, the third thing I want to talk about is probably hands down the most difficult thing for people to do. And that is to look at the most important person that you can ever forgive. And it's the last person you ever think of forgiving is yourself. So we all make mistakes all the time, all the time. No one is perfect and no one should expect themselves to be perfect or anyone else to be perfect. But sometimes it is a fight to keep your positive thoughts about yourself and keep those thoughts from going down that negative path because again we beat ourselves up for things that we do we keep reliving the same mistakes over and over again and it's just if not more powerful and more detrimental to us than if we're angry with someone else because we're living with it all the time we don't get a break from it when we are beating ourselves up we are constantly putting ourselves through this unwanted negative emotion, negative feeling that again, then creates negativity, creates us to feel badly about ourselves. And what do we want to do when we feel bad? We want to feel better. And that's when we start to eat. So we don't, um, it's like anything else. It's forgiveness of ourselves is like, it's like a muscle. It has to be practiced. It has to be, you have to do it. You have to do it often. And I am always saying like daily, you need to forgive yourself because there are things that we do every single day that we think, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have done this differently. Sure, you can learn from every situation, but then you have to forgive yourself. You have to let it go and just say, you know what? I did the best I could. I I put something out there. I tried something. It didn't work. And now, and now I need to try something else or now I need to fix that or whatever the circumstance is. But to hold on to it, and to beat yourself up over and over and over again is just going to continue 
to create that negative feeling, that thing inside you that you have to feed to make yourself feel better. So we've got to stop doing that. Now, here's the big question. How do we forgive, whether it's ourselves or whether it's someone else? How do we do it? Well, there is a a three-step process that I have written about in my book, and it is based upon the work done by Brene Brown, who um, is a a researcher on uh, on vulnerability and emotions, and um, she's pretty amazing. And if you haven't read any of her things, she's just phenomenal. But she talks a lot about um, acceptance, forgiveness, and then rewriting your story. And so that is the process that, that I take, not only I've taken myself through a number of times, but also I take my clients through because when we are not able to forgive and let things go and put things in the past and keep them in the past, we will continue to relive what we haven't let go of. It will keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back until we let it go until we release it and we no longer hold on to it. So we have to, we really, it's really important that you understand these three steps. So I'm going to give you a very, very brief overview and, uh, and then I have something special for you. So the first step is to accept and that's to accept what happened. What is the circumstance that we're talking about? What is the thing that happened? We have to accept that it happened and really accept like, okay, this is a reality. And I I say this because it it sounds kind of simple, like, well, of course you'd accept that it happened. But there are oftentimes things in, for instance, for me, there are things in my childhood that I really didn't want to see. There were things that happened that I did not want to deal with. I did not want to accept. I didn't want to talk about. I wanted to pretend they really didn't happen and they really didn't have that big of an impact on me. But they did. And so the first step is to really accept and say, okay, this is what happened. This is the, these are the facts Not what I think. These are the facts that happened and this is my reality. So that's the first thing. The second thing is we have to forgive those people involved. Whomever they were, we have to forgive them. And we're not forgiving them. We're not condoning their behavior. For them, we're doing it for ourselves. We're doing it for ourselves so we can release it, we can let go, and we can move on. And the third step is super important. And that is we need to rewrite the story that we have in our head about this particular incident because we need to rewrite it and see all of the positives. And I know there are some horrible things that have happened to people, horrible things that have happened to me that I can now say, I can look back and say, you know what? Here's the positive things. Here's the way I grew because of this situation. Because one of the things that is true with with all human beings, we don't grow when things are going well. We really grow as human beings and as people through adversity. And so when times are rough, and sometimes you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm learning all sorts of stuff and this is not what I want to learn. But we have to accept and we have to embrace that we learn the most when we're going through tough times and we're able to get past those tough times. So you want to really look at what are the good things that I, that I can pull out of that experience that I had and make it a positive because the only we, it's not 
the experiences that cause us either happiness or sadness, it's our thoughts about them. So if I choose to think about something positive, I think about something positive that came out of a bad experience, then that's going to have an okay, an okay impact on me. So my example of that is, um, gosh, how, how long has it been now? Uh, 17. No. Yeah. 17 years. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. 17 years, two days from now on the 18th of November. I can't believe, <laughs> believe it's, eight, it's two days. I can't believe I'm doing this. And it was two days from now, uh, the 18th of November, um, in 2003, uh, we lost my brother. My brother died from, from alcoholism and after a, a long hospitalization and, and being in a coma. And one of the things that I have been blessed with is I was raised by a mother who had a, has a, has a very strong belief and, and instilled in her children, a very strong belief in God and in the, the concept that everything that happens is supposed to happen. We might not like it. We might not, might not like how it goes, but everything is always in God's hands. Now, you agree with that or don't agree with that? It doesn't really matter. But what I've learned is that it's all in how you choose to look at something. So I could look at my brother's death and I could cry every single day. Believe me, I had shed more than enough tears when, when he did die on many, many occasions. But I could, for the last, over the last 17 years, I could have chosen to be sad every single day, cry every single day, relive that experience all over again, and be miserable. One, I know that would not, my brother would be so angry with me if I ever did that, um, because that's not how he would ever want his life to be remembered. But he would not have approved of that, and, and I wouldn't have been okay with that, because that's not how I would want to live my life. And so what I, what I chose to do when I looked back on, when I look back and I did this when he died, was I knew that God had been gracious and that God had made the decision that his time here on earth was done and that he was, you know, that it's such a cliche to say, oh, he's in a better place. I absolutely 100% believe that, 100% believe that. Because I know the pain that my brother was going through. And I know how hard it was for him. And so as much as he loved so many things about his life, there were so many things that were very, very challenging for him. And I know that God took him because he loved him so much. And he wanted him to feel peace. And so that is how I have always chosen to look about, look at my brother's death. And I have a very, very comfortable, very peaceful feeling. I have absolutely no problem talking about it and sharing it with people because I, I think, I think my brother was just an amazing person, but, but his God needed him and he needed a God. And so I know that that's, that's what needed to happen, but I chose to pick the things out. I rewrote that story. And that, then the, the, my brother's death is in my mind, a story of, of love and graciousness and, and just taking someone and taking care of them. And so for me, that's how I've chosen to be able to 
live, continue to live and live his legacy and talk you know, wonderfully about him and share stories about him with his son and with his grandson and be able to just have a really positive thought and really amazing memories and amazing positive thoughts about my brother's life while I had him alive. And, and that was, and that's a choice because I don't have to think that way. So the accept, forgive, and rewrite really, really does a lot to uh, really release you and to have you not carrying around that anger and not carrying around that burden of sadness and, and, and shame for whatever the things are that you have done or other people have done. And how that again connects with your weight and with emotional eating is when we are unhappy, we will not make the best choices for ourselves. And we will always choose to try to make ourselves feel better in some way. And most oftentimes it's through food. So forgiveness is just such a huge thing that everyone needs to look at in all aspects of their life. So I would really love to offer to anyone out there, I have a, a training that is available within my Facebook group. It's called the Accept, Forgive, Rewrite training. And it takes you through step-by-step how to go about doing this for any circumstance in your life. And it is available in my, um, in my Facebook group. So again, Facebook, www.facebook.com slash groups slash food breakthrough. And you're looking for the breakthrough emotional eating community. And please, if you are interested in getting that training, please join my group. And in the questions that you are asked at the beginning, the application questions, please write in that you would like that training. In any of the questions you can add on that you would like to write, you'd like that training and that's why you're there. So please, 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 if that's something that you're interested in, it will absolutely change how you move forward in your life, not only through the ways of forgiveness, but just letting negative things go. It's just, it's amazing what it can do, what it can do for your life. So thank you so much. I so appreciate you all being here and being a part of the podcast. And again, if you know, if this, if this podcast was, was helpful, I would absolutely love it. Whatever platform you're on, if you want to give me a, a rating, I would absolutely love you to review the, the podcast and let me know how I'm doing. And I would, I would absolutely love that and enjoy that. And uh, I would appreciate it. So if you want to take the time, whether you're on Apple, whether you're on Spotify, um, Stitcher, any of the platforms that you can listen to this on, please go ahead and review it. And, uh, and then absolutely make a comment if you'd like. And, and let me know if you would like that training. I'm happy, happy, happy to send it to you. You just have to give me your address and I will absolutely send that, uh, send that to you via email. So again, thank you so much for joining me this week and uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. So have a great week, everybody.